0: The family of a man who died in Aratonga's lagoon this week say they're shocked and shattered beyond repair. A statement from the victim's sister, Sarah Thorpe, says locals risked their own lives trying to save him, but the rip at Avaroa Passage was too strong. Thorpe says her brother Tony died three days after celebrating her wedding in Aratonga. She says he was someone who loved the water and whose final wish before leaving was to swim with turtles before flying home for Christmas. Cook Islands tourism CEO Carla Eagleton spoke to Caleb Fotheringham about the need to review safety regulations to make passages safer for visitors.
1: Abavaro Passage is a notorious location for loss of lives, and um, over many years, uh, we have seen uh, tragedies in, uh, in that passage.
0: What makes it so dangerous?
1: So Awawaro Passage is an opening from the lagoon into the Pacific Ocean. And with that, there are some strong undercurrents that can take you out of the lagoon and into the ocean, especially during high tides. And that has been a real critical issue with passages, not just in um, Awawaro and Rarotonga, but across the Pacific.
0: And it's an incredibly popular place for people to swim so they can swim with sea turtles. How popular of a tourist attraction is it?
1: Swimming with the turtles and seeing the turtles has become one of the top three tours and attractions for the Cook Islands by visitors. It is a very sought after and uh, very popular
0: so you've got this situation where you've got an incredibly popular place to swim with turtles, but it's also incredibly dangerous. How are you managing that in tourism? Mm-hmm
1: the last couple of years, we've really looked into visitor safety. It is absolutely a key priority for us that visitors and our hosts uh, collectively are safe when visiting the turtles. We have in the last year alone spent a lot of time around building awareness with our visitors, making sure that we have signage to be able to ensure their safety and working with our industry to ensure that the tours and the operations are the safest that it can be and this is all worth working toward creating guidelines and trying to educate our visitor what to expect when going in to visit and having a sea turtle experience.
0: Has an idea of a full-time lifeguard at Avavaroa Passage been considered?
1: There are a lot of things that are being considered right now. Avaroro passage and swimming with sea turtles is highly unregulated and uh, we need to lean in on what kind of guidelines and rules that we can put into the passage that that is going to keep everybody safe. So some marine guidelines in ensuring that the sea turtles are safe, that our biodiversity remains sustainable and safe and then our visitors need to be safe. So there are kind of a three three key elements to ensuring all of this takes place and it needs to be regulated at this time. That is not the case and so we've been working towards it. The suggestion of putting a lifeguard at the area has obviously been mooted, along with a lot of other suggestions for solutions. It all comes down to uh, working together and coming up with a solution that is sustainable. And at this time, Cook Islands Tourism is working with the National Environment Service and the Ministry of Marine Resources to come up with a, a robust solution that is going to help us in managing safety in that area.
0: So you mentioned a lifeguard was discussed. What other ideas have been thrown around when discussing these regulations?
1: What we can see at the moment when we've had our discussions with the sea turtle operators is just talking around what guidelines we need to be thinking about. We've talked about having rescue boats available to rescue customers in distress. We have talked about life-saving, having the people monitoring and being On guard while they are out in the passage. It is talking about prohibiting entry into the passage during high tides and when the weather and the water is unsuitable for visiting the turtles. So there have been a number of ways in which we have been looking at keeping people safe in the passage.
0: When do you expect these regulations to come into force?
1: So we, uh, regulatory and legislative work, is, uh, takes a lot, a lot of time and a lot of resource. And so, by our estimates, we're thinking twelve months at the earliest, eighteen months um, most likely.
0: At the moment, it seems like the number one thing that I have seen happen with the passages is is people being encouraged to actually go on a tour themselves. With any regulation framework that could come in place, let's say a lifeguard does come in or there's safety equipment on the side of the beach, do you think that could encourage people to go in by themselves instead of actually taking a tour?
1: Yes, there are there are a lot of gaps and we need to do a risk assessment around all the considerations and we're working through that as a collective also. Uh, we are looking at ways in which we can do the best that we can to provide a safe environment for the experiences, but um, we are going to have to continue with our risk and then figure out the best way forward.